food, everything basically. So this is the second installment, this is a continuation to it. I think that I released three years ago, but take it. This is Sufyan all the way from Khartoum, representing Hot Record Society, No Slang Entertainment. Catch me hanging out at the Dukan. What do you guys want? Urban life. Neighborhood banter. Pull up a seat and pass the time. <laughs> Hosted by OT, Toothless, and Ishad. Um, and make music together is much more impactful, to be honest, than to do it remotely or like uh, sort of everyone just sends the, the other person the session and then you work on it solely, you know? I feel like it, when it's done in real time, it's, it's a lot more productive and it's... Uh, like the feedback is, again, and especially with the feedback, it's real time. It's right there. Yeah. It's happening now. Everybody's giving in their opinion. You're all on the same state of mind versus when, you know, a producer works on it, then sends it off, then you put your lyrics and you take yeah. your time and send it back. Like, you're not in sync when it's so, um, you know, uh, disconnected as such. Just like you said, man, it's a more connected world where, where, where this, is, this type of stuff is, is actually accessible and, and, you know, it's there to, to be to be used you know so it's it's just exactly like sort of how me and me and uh Sufyan did it you know it was uh, not real time but it was definitely we were very connected and we chat and so on Sufyan tell me about Merrill man Merrill was honestly a really um yani diverse and kind of a unique sort of album like it standed out how did you come to that how did you you know uh, get the inspiration yeah that's a good question is kind of continuation to Kerma, the one I, I released before that. And you understand the, the concept behind it, Merui, Kerma, and Napata are, you know, yeah. the, the Nubian kingdoms, it's Nubian. Common, yeah. common knowledge. But it's, it's just the concept. But when you hear the beats, it's basically, I've always wanted to make beats without using samples, the whole electronic movement. And at the same time, add to it the Sudanese percussion. Flavor. Uh, Merui was all like that, if you notice. Even if the beat sounded like hip hop, it still had a lot of elements. It did, but I felt like this one was a little bit more um, dreamy. Like it was a little bit more chilled out, you know, a very um, like atmospheric kind of sound. Yeah, exactly. This is the same like uh, style that I've been working on without any pressure just through like inspiration that happens in the music that I make and this is without any pressure without uh, like the genre is pretty loose like no no consideration to any genre just beats and electronic beats whatever it takes me I just go with it and for Merui I made like 30 beats I guess and picked these uh, 8 tracks and added it to the project and it will be a continuation to it. Maybe at some point I compile them in vinyl or something. But that's the concept, basically. And that's the sound that I'll be doing from now on. You, you mentioned Marui, some kind of kingdom thing. Can you explain that a bit? I didn't get that. The Nubian kingdoms, it started with Kerma, Marui, and Napata. 
the whole the kingdom of Kush, if you understand this concept. And it's uh, it's located in the north northern side of Sudan. Until this day, Kerma is still a city. But back then, three names was based on the the kingdoms, and they're they're giving goddesses. This is where Dongola is, right? Exactly, Dongola, Dongola, Halfa, and Mahas. The three places, yeah, it's basically where it all started, by the way. That's where it started, and what started? Uh, just like um, the the Nubian kingdom and the the kingdom of Kush, um, and and it was a civilization by itself. Like they have their own language, uh, they have their own kind of style and doing things. I think that they were the first to to bring on the agricultural aspect of things as well. You know, the agriculture and the gold mining and the minerals. Yeah, the a lot of stuff, and still until this day, like they speak Nubian. Yeah. See, the, the, now you're gonna get Farasik all, all excited. This is the part where he starts to say that he's the only Nubian prince left. He's he's the last of a dying breed type of conversation. I keep on telling people this, but they don't understand. Like <laughs> descendants of the pharaohs. As I Shut up. <laughs> the last of a dying breed, like me and Sufyan and so on. But you're not, uh, you're Dungalawi so, or what? I'm Dungalawi, which is which is a tribe or a state that was actually from the Nubian heritage line. So which tribes form up? The Nubian people. Other Nubian places, which is basically Stone Age, but hmm. but Dongola is really a nice place. It's a city, basically, with hospitals and a, an air, airport. Tuf, have you been? I haven't been at all, but I do want to. I do want to go. But I, what I'm trying to do now is I'm I'm trying to learn the alphabet and the, sort of the dialect a little bit. So I, when I go, I'll be able to talk. Yo, you should go, man. Document that trip since you've never been. There's many, many yeah, tiny uh, little pyramids. A lot of it were destroyed, by, by the way, back in the day by extremism what? and whatever. It was destroyed, the, oh the goddesses and uh, the statues, the, the small pyramids. I really admire the way that you're trying to uh, preserve the culture in, 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 a, in a very artistic manner, you know? Um, and this is good because like some of your, your albums right now are, are, are being taken by these big collectives um, in Europe and, and they're showcasing your stuff. So people are going to ask like, what is Merewi? What is like, and people will actually go and, uh, and dig for that stuff and understand what it is. Well, thanks a lot. And, and because of it, a lot of people have been searching, researching about it and just asking me all kinds of questions. And where did it start? Can you speak Nubian? How does it look? And can you send me some photos and stuff? But basically the reason that I made that, that project isn't really about you know putting it on the map or that's that's good and all that but it's basically because it's the music that basically fascinate me like i really like the the nubian percussion if you if you heard in uh, in Meadowy, there's a track called eclipse maybe track number four i can't remember it's basically a percussion from just just like the the stuff you hear in wedding drumming then i added to it the the, the electronic sounds and the pads but like I said, the main reason I'm doing it is because it's really the type of music that I enjoy listening to. And just wanted to wow. combine it with the electronic sound that, that I make usually with hip-hop beats. And the process was, was quite frustrating at some points because there is no reference, maybe, because when you make basic hip-hop beat or any industry, industry standard beat, you will have like a reference in the, in the back of your head, even though you're not intending to 
to copy it, but you have something to to fall back to. But with this style, it was kind of really hard at some points. But but thankfully, I'm getting into something I haven't really reached that level. I'm trying to reach. You're pushing but, your own boundaries, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Now you know what it, what it is is like when you when you're trying to make something new. I think that's what you're saying. When you're trying to make something new, there's no reference, so you don't know if you're doing it right or wrong. You yeah, see. Yeah, so then when yeah. you all you can do is really just show your friends and say how do you, what like that's what I'm doing with the beats I'm making. Yeah. I'm asking everybody. Okay, you're listening to it. How does it make you feel? What are you thinking when you hear it? You know. So you're trying to see yeah, if the communication is happening and it's reaching reaching the other person. And and if they like it, if enough people like it, then you know you you're onto something, right? Yeah, and then when it comes to beat making in general, you really have to, you know, trust your, your gut about it. Like, it's, it's more than about, you know, uh, second opinions. Yeah, just go with it. As long as the basics are good, the mixing is right, the basics. Just, you know, you're not out of, out of scale. The rest doesn't matter. Just go with it and see. And I think that a big part of that kind of comes from being very honest with uh, your self-criticism, right? Um, because especially for artists, you can be too harsh on yourself. Like a lot of times artists like, no, it's not good enough. I need to work better. I need to work harder on it. And you kind of try to repackage it multiple times. But then the kind of the, you got to also be a fair self-critic to yourself. Because as you're saying, there is no standard, right? It's not been done. So there's nobody that kind of set uh, what is right or what is wrong about it. And you're kind of trying to define that for yourself. So that become that comes as like a whole new... Um, a whole new package and it's it really is about being honest with yourself when you're being self-critical and um, and really looking at both the positives and the negatives of it and then really trying to paint a proper picture for yourself as well as um, something that the people would genuinely enjoy yeah yeah I'm with that um, and just to add to that including the fact that you have to be honest with yourself you have to be comfortable with with yourself as well putting it out there even though you don't know what it's what the what the reaction might be True. or if you're doing it right or you're doing it wrong just like you said hey, just be be outcome independent and don't think much about it just have a basic critical mind about your own production that it's good enough and it's really the type of sound or maybe at least near the end result that you were expecting or trying to make and to bring it back I think I think what's really interesting is that you know with all with all this is like the 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 Nubian concept attached to it, and and as an African American culture, they they're in love with that. They 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 get really into this you know association with Nubians, association with pharaohs, and they're really trying to find some sort of way that they could be part of it. Uh, there, as there part of their identity there is a movement if you heard about the afrofuturism that was started by sunra yeah back in the 70s and its continuation even flying lotus is somehow connected to that that movement uh, erica exactly. badu yeah erica badu and uh, ras g even mind design at some point even though he's not african i've seen it in fashion as well um that's kind of linking back yeah, to yeah. even what z was talking about but i've seen uh, you know like burning man festival and stuff yeah. A couple like these guys, they they go and yeah. they dress up in this Afrofuturistic kind of. They try to you know, uh, express it through clothes as well, which is very interesting because yeah. it also ties in with the the overall futurist movement which is happening in the world. You know, 
so people are yeah. thinking in terms of the, the the coming changes, the technology, the disruptions. Yeah, but see, they're understanding that going forward is going backwards in a way to understand how the civilizations used to do things and how um, you know they used to put their minds and things and aspects that are not really so materialistic. It's more about spiritual growth and understanding the whole spiritual part of it. Too, it's it's not just. Um, I feel like it's not just the consciousness of it, but like, okay, yeah, globally, yes, this is what people are looking at, right? They're excited about their, this conscious movement away from the materialistic, et cetera, et cetera, all that, and the association with the Nubian vibe. But what I like is that what people like Sufyan are doing is that he is on the ground, right? He's here and telling people this is what it's supposed, this is what it sounds like, this is what it looks like from the perspective of being on the ground as opposed to having a kid out of New York or out of LA or out of Berlin or anywhere in the world trying to justify what a Nubian sound is. Whereas Sufyan is actually out here on ground and he's creating that and that comes from run, right? From family, from friends, from the neighborhood where he's growing up, the people around him, right? So now finally, like they, they, these people have been trying to create that association for a very long time. And I think that's a great driver that supported Sufyan's music is that, hey, by the way, I'm from here, and this is what it sounds like. This is what it feels like. This is the the vibe of it and the package. Yes. Sorry, just before uh, you continue, yeah. um, you did mention that there was uh, um, sort of a Nubian uh, festival that's happening. Yes, that was. Uh, yeah, that's in uh, in Egypt. I think somewhere around the 19th or the 20th of Feb. Uh, it's called Ruh, which means a uh, spirit. It's a Nubian um, with a little bit of, uh, from what I understood, reggae, a little bit of Gnawa music. So it's all, multi it's like different uh, types of tribal influences from like around the region, Sufism, uh, Nubias. And yeah, I think I saw this one on YouTube. Uh, yeah. They, they bring a lot of artists. And, exactly. And so it's like a soulful version of Tomorrowland, you know, where... It's a little bit gimmicky, if you, if you ask me, but it's still good, you know, it's, it's still nice. But yeah. Sufyan, they, tell me, man, is there like people doing it there... Um, the way that you're doing it, or like, is it uh, how how's the scene there? Like, we're not uh, people out here, or people out. I think in the West don't really get a lot of access for 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 musicians and artists doing it in Sudan and different parts of Africa. The beat scene, the artistic scene in general. Um, I know there's a huge move, uh, a spoken word poetry kind of movement. But I'm talking about the musical side of it. What's that like? Lately, for the last maybe two or three years, I haven't been really keeping up with the local hip hop scene, and, uh, and the most the most rappers and beat makers that came up with me like since back in 2010, they most of them either quit or just I don't know maybe got. Um, Uninspired. Uh, I, I, I really don't know, but like like I was telling Omar earlier that uh, a Sudanese rapper have a who, who's located in Sudan have like a shelf life of four years because life is pretty tough over here, and once they graduate, it's really hard to make a balance between work and making music. So uh, once uh, my 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 friends and the people in the collective. Uh, started getting away from music and quit eventually I kind of was like embracing solitude and just making beats by myself 
Yeah, so I'm not really keeping up, but there is a movement of mostly MCs and rappers. Most most of the beat makers, Sudanese beat makers that I know right now, that are active, are not even located in Sudan. Like uh, Saji, for example, or or um, uh, Homicide. These are really good producers, but are located in UAE, but still represent the Sudanese Sudanese beat scene and have that sound, by the way. The new slang, new slang entertainment also, and some money in, in, in Doha also. What about reggae? What about like the, the, the you know, uh, are they not like soulful singers or, um, you know, well, artists? Yeah, there is a strong reggae scene here. If you heard about people like Sudan Roots and Muhammad Ali, there was really like uh, an emerging reggae industry. Uh, there is a lot of live shows and uh, and really random places and even in embassies and stuff and clubs. But the the scene, the reggae scene, is really strong. But uh, you know, hip hop and electronic is really it's mainly because the audience aren't really digesting that type of sound. And the problem with hip hop in Sudan is when it started, like. Uh, back in 2004, they kind of connected to uh, comedy acts, and if if you can remember the the association yeah, between rap and uh, the most people, the average listener won't won't really take you seriously if you say that you rap in Sudan, for example. That's the same thing we were saying with Mo, right? Uh, in the Middle East region, generally, they put rap yeah. with like f yeah. fast food and football and like uh, youth. <laughs> youth uh, frivolousness you know what i mean that's yeah. that's how they associate frivolousness youth frivolousness and hip-hop that's how they associate it they've not made the they've not bridged uh, that connection between um this this uh, these this activity being something that's rooted in time you know what i mean poetry has has been there as long as we could speak and uh, creating beats has been there as long as we could uh, Beat, beat, you know what I mean? Like beat a drum or something. You know what I mean? And it's 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 very raw, right? Because essentially hip hop is drums, bass, and rap. Yeah, everything mm -hmm. else is add on, right? So you get your basic elements, and then you make something out of it, and it goes into tri tribal chants, and it's rooted in all these types of things. You know, it's communion. It's 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 uh, it's the that sort of uh, storyteller griot thing, and it all comes from Africa. It's old. These people don't make the connection. Yeah. It's some goofy. Sh that you can use to no, sell chocolates or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it should be more relevant here in the Middle East, by the way. Especially the Middle East, since they're the, they're, they're the ones yeah. that champions themselves as, as the, the the most poetic peoples, you yeah, know what I mean? By the way, I, I need to add to the stuff I said earlier, that in Sudan, the music industry is really weak, that even the, I suppose, the mainstream singers and musicians don't even make uh, a living out of selling records by the way the main source of their income from music is singing and wedding and uh, graduation parties that's it so that's why this is one of the reasons that music industry in sudan is really suffering somehow and for you to be able to branch out from that uh regular sound it will be really even more difficult than the regular stuff that the mainstream Ooh. of course we can see it like uh uh, rarely that an unorthodox musician with a different style to emerge like a robot if you heard about him I of course, yeah. this guy's been everywhere yeah, but he's basically electronic musician uh, that 
make You'll, sense. You should check this guy out if, if you haven't seen his stuff. Like, very eccentric, um, unusual type of character. And he's got this weird electronic sound. And, yo, this guy fills up arenas. Like, I don't even know how he does it. You can find him on YouTube everywhere, actually. You can find him on the internet. I, Just I'll send you a link. Ayman Robo, he, he kind of merged the Sudanese and African and reggae, everything just dance, related to dance, and started making live shows and just spread all across the phones. Like I remember back in 2008, maybe, we were in college, and the guy was everywhere. Yeah. Like, imagine this dude got famous off of people spreading clips of his videos off of, like, WhatsApp. It's not because of, you know, he's a major artist or... N or he's on YouTube, or just he's signed to XYZ record label. Dude, nothing. Like, this dude has got nothing. He is a regular dude who lives in Umdurman. Yo, and, just like yeah, exactly. Him. And you see him, like, I kid you not, too. If this is this is a guy, if you pass by him on the street, you won't even look twice at him. Wow, I want to check out this guy. That's crazy. Did you guys go to Zitashai? We did, actually. That's where I got him. I'm flying back tonight. So uh, I had to make this. Uh, I had to make this happen. Came to kick it with Sufyan so we can chill. Uh, see what's good. About to go out, um, connect with uh, some other artists. Actually, one of our relatives is uh, apparently turns out to be like a great oud player. So I might just sit with him and record a quick session. I had to sit with Sufyan and meet him in person for once, so I could be like, "Yes, we made it happen. We made that connect. Uh, somehow we got him to the Dukan virtually." So yeah, Sufyan, I mean, you gotta, you gotta give us like your top three, four tracks. Probably Firas is gonna try rap into it, but anyways. We'll be happy to do so, <laughs> yeah, anytime. So there are a lot of stuff that you, you need to listen to, especially Firas and Irshad, because I've been in the process of making this beat tape. I've been making a lot of beats on the side, just randomly. It was really cool, like, talking to you and like, and bringing it back to the Neospect of Glitch days. But you need to send me beats on the ASAP, please. <laughs> Tooth, don't sweat it, man. I'm, I'm about to steal his laptop before I bounce. Well, Sofian, man, like, keep on doing it, man. I think you are honestly stepping in a sort of like a niche gold mine. So, so keep on with that, man, and keep on carving your way out. Nice one, man. Yeah, let's right, take it back, easy, bro. Uh, so, yo, I'm going to drop this mix real quick. What do you call it? Yes. The Nubian mix? The, Nubian. the Womp Womp. The Womp Womp, the Nubian mix. Call it what you want to call it. I'm going to steal all these beats off of this guy. Get these records and I'll send it to you for us. Y'all put it in that mix. Y'all drop all of that together.
can continue the conversation with the guys at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Dukan Show. Subscribe to the show on your iTunes and Stitcher to stay up to date. And if you like what you hear, give it a rating. Dukan is hosted by OT, Ashad, and Toothless. You can also reach them on their personal social media profiles at OTOfficial and at Ershad underscore INI. And you can also reach Toothless at SoundCloud.com slash Firas dash Ibrahim. Salam.
not sure what this is, and I don't think you are either. I think you can pretend that you're sure because it makes you feel better at night, and you can, you know, you can pretend that everything that you can't you can't hit with a hammer isn't real, and it's just your imagination. It's just what what the fuck is consciousness, man? What is this? Mutilate them seeds till they shape shift. Zoning on the spaceship, blowing on the face shit. Throwing on the ancient planets are dispersed into space and arrangements. The holy one is cursed in the grave pit. Lonely and forsaken, holding on my chain. The thoughts lost me to a pavement. Crawling on this matrix since the days of cavemen. Incubators full of infants, lost of this patient. Heart pace racing, this artist demonstrating. A part of me just pacing, the particles and drifting. Far beyond your thinking, hold me, I'm just tripping. Everything's connected, we are all effective, elevating to a higher plane of perspective. Everything's connected, we are all effective, elevating to a higher plane of perspective. Everything's connected, we are all effective, elevating to a higher plane of perspective. Everything's connected, we are all effective, elevating to a higher plane of perspective. Vision, colorful collisions, a sonic intermission to my deepest intuition. Breathing as a system, beating to a rhythm, feeding off the consciousness that we have set as prison. Believe me, we're not living, we're merely a reflection of our own. Imagination stuck in this box called home, where freedom is a throne that is caged in a palace, blown to a black hole. Never will you have it, you see it as a static from afar. Crying hard to grab it like you had it from the start, but it's further than the stars. Closer than your own damn heart. Everything's connected. We are all effective. Elevating to a higher plane of perspective. Everything's connected. We are all effective. Elevating to a higher plane of perspective. Everything's connected. We are all effective. Elevating to a higher plane of perspective. Everything's connected. We are all effective. Elevating to a higher plane of perspective. Every galaxy is a supermassive black hole. And the newest theory is that inside every supermassive black hole is another universe with hundreds of billions of galaxies, each with a black hole at the center, each containing another universe with hundreds of billions of galaxies. We have no fucking idea. 